0: The Rhythm of Timelines. As an author, cinematographer, media art specialist, licensed cultural practitioner and publisher, I make sense of the art of composing and framing images, lighting, camera and lens selection, and the exposure and framing of shots is a proviso in my production and, by extension, a way of life. Now that I have established context, the Emancipation Statue is a public sculpture symbolizing the breaking of the chains of slavery at Emancipation. It is located within the precincts of Barbados, east of Bridgetown, at the center of the JTC Ramsey roundabout formed at the junction of the ABC Highway on Highway 5. Of note, many Barbadians refer to the statue as Bussa, the name of a slave who helped inspire a revolt against slavery in Barbados. There is this notion that the Emancipation Statue is an image which was loaded with codes, signs and signifiers. This image has cultural and historical implications, because it is associated with the inscription, the chant, I quote, Lick and lock up Dunwid, hooray for Jinjin, the Queen come from England to set we free. Now lick and lock up Dunwid, hooray for Jinjin. End quote. Of thousands of Barbadians, when slavery was abolished in 1838, signifying their freedom, joy, and happiness, five years after the passage of the Slavery Abolition Act of 1833. Through the lens of semiotics, there are common signs that are understood globally, such as traffic signs, emojis, and corporate logos. Written and spoken language is full of semiotics in the form of intertextuality, puns, metaphors, and references to cultural commonalities. In the context of semiotics, the emancipation statue is a public sculpture symbolizing the breaking of the chains of slavery at emancipation. The more that I doubt I have unearthed that statues similar to the emancipation statue in Barbados have been produced in many cultures from prehistory to the present. The oldest known statue dating to about 30,000 years ago. Statues represent many different people and animals, real and mythical. In my navigation, I have also discovered that there's a school of thought which suggests that when you see the emancipation statue or similar statues plausibly, or actions and thoughts are what we do automatically are often governed by a complex set of cultural messages and conventions and dependent upon our ability to interpret them instinctively and instantly. It is written in the English language, so you need to know English in order to understand it. The Emancipation Statue is a dialogue between past and present in public space. The Emancipation Statue can represent the outcomes of conflicts, humanity, experience, in a specific time period, but this depends on the context, not to mention the color of the Emancipation Statue, which is most prominently associated with strength, stability, and support. Bronze is a color that stands on its own. It requires little assistance and is exceptionally grounded if bronze were a person it would undoubtedly have a great head on its shoulders in spiritual and metaphysical traditions brass is the metal that brings out natural good and inner truth even the phrase getting down to brass tacks tells of clearing away the old debris and getting down to the pure and natural truth it is logical to assume, therefore, that many Barbadians refer to the statue as Bussa, the name of a slave who helped inspire a revolt against slavery in Barbados in 1816, though the statue is not actually sculpted to be Bussa. The statue, made of bronze, was created in 1985 by a Barbadian sculptor, Carl Bruhegun. 169 years after the rebellion. Through the lens of semiotics, there are common signs that are understood globally, such as traffic signs, emojis, and corporate logos. Written and spoken language is full of semiotics in the form as they communicate things spoken and unspoken. This statue is a sign. It represents the emancipation statue. It is a public sculpture, symbolizing the breaking of the chains of slavery at emancipation in all probability in this context the emancipation statue can be categorized on semiotics since it is the study of signs and symbols in particular of intertextuality puns metaphors and references to cultural commonalities in this context the emancipation statue is portrayed as a silhouette. Silhouette photography is a wonderful way to convey drama, mystery, emotion, and mood in a picture. A silhouette is defined as a view of an object or a scene consistent of the outline and a featureless interior, with the silhouetted object usually being black. It should be noted that a two-dimensional representation of the outline of this object as a cutout or configurational join, uniformly filled in with black, especially a black paper, miniature cutout of the outlines of a person's face in profile, the outline or general shape of something, the slim silhouette of a skyscraper. Historically, other artists, especially from about 1790, drew an outline on paper then painted it in, which could be equally quick from its original graphic meaning. The term silhouette has been extended to describe the sight or representation of a person, object or scene that is backlit and appears dark against a lighter background. The emancipation statue is impacted by backlight. Backlighting has occurred because... I composed this subject when the sun was directly in front of me, light in the back of the said subject. One of the strengths of backlight is that it emphasizes shape, so you will want to find objects with strong shapes. In view of the aforementioned, I decided to contextualize the rhythm of timelines, ISBN 9781 63848 6305, the textual analysis of the Emancipation Statue was juxtaposed against culture, semiotics and photography, which is my story about a story which started at 640 and finished at 649. The Emancipation Statue is totally backlit, creating a powerful silhouette at 642, 643 and 644, the subject is still inundated in shadow, comporting itself as a silhouette. However, it should be noted that in this ambience, the influence of the natural lighting, which is the sun, is one of the most important tools and ways to create mood. As I continue to navigate on this photographic journey, I observe through composing and framing that the said subject, or some point at 6.44, there is a partial silhouette competing with split lighting, which is another tool employed by practitioners because it is also a side of lighting. Surprisingly, the remainder of this subject is still covered by a shadow. The more that I activated my cognitive skills between the period 6.45, 646, 647, and 648, it should be noted that the back of the statue is composed with natural lighting, which subtly and gradually pervades the section with a measure of lines of demarcation, but the remaining areas are still impacted by a shadow. Overall, at the end of the day, As an author, cinematographer, media art specialist, licensed cultural practitioner and publisher, I understand the art of capturing images on film or, more commonly today, as digital files. Backlighting is conducive to telling interesting stories about this subject, the emancipation statue, and its relationship to its surroundings. The general notion is... Backlighting can be one of the most beautiful forms of lighting for any scene. It's especially eye-catching for portraits. And while natural light for backlighting purposes is especially nice, you might not always get the look that you want. Semiotics applied to the Emancipation Statue because of the ontological state of this monument. Semiotics is useful in this context since it has to do with investigating the meanings of monuments as actively created by the interplay of the material the symbolic and the political dimensions it provides a methodological basis to consider designers and users as equally contributing to the meaning making of monument this way of life is the podcast the rhythm of timelines was a pretext to discuss elements of photography was framed in ISBN 9781638486305. 63848 6305